Hello, hello, hello. How is everyone? How is everyone? How is everybody? Good, good, good. Glad to see you in here. Glad everybody's here. My name is Mr. Rodney James, and I'm a barber instructor. I work for Campbellsville University at the Harrisburg location. I teach people how to be barbers, how to cut hair, and how to straight razor shave. That's what I do. All right, today we're going to read a book. And I think you all have this book in front of you, or if you need to get it, go ahead and get the book. We're going to read Uncle Jed's Barbershop. Nice illustration on front. This is the cover of the book. Yes, real nice. Uncle Jed's Barbershop. All right, let's open it up. Okay. So what we have here is just a title page, Uncle Jed's Barbershop. Okay. Now here, here we go. Just a nice Uncle Jed's Barbershop. You can see the house in the back and the nice wagon and the chickens. <laughs> That's interesting. Now, let's turn the page. Okay, here we go. Read along with me, okay? Jedediah Johnson was my granddaddy's brother. Everybody has a favorite relative. Well, Uncle Jedediah was mine. He used to come to our house every Wednesday night with his clippers. He was the only black barber in the county. Daddy said that before Uncle Jed started cutting hair, he and granddaddy used to have to go 30 miles to get a haircut. Wow, 30 miles. After Uncle Jed cut my daddy's hair, he'd lather a short brush with soap and spread it all over my daddy's face and shaved him. And then he started on my granddaddy. I always asked Uncle Jed to cut my hair, but mama wouldn't let him. So he would run the clippers on the back of my neck and just pretend to be cutting my hair. He even spread lotion on my neck. I would smell wonderful the rest of the day, all day. That's nice, <laughs> a little lather on the neck. Okay. When he was done, he would pick me up and sit me on his lap and tell me about the barber shop he was going to open one day and about all the fancy equipment that it would be in it. The sinks would be so shiny they'd sparkle. The floor so clean you could see yourself. He was going to have four barber chairs. One, two, three, four. And outside was going to be a big, tall, red and white barber pole. He told me he was, he told me he was saving up for it. I believe him. Okay. He had been saying the same thing for years. Nobody believed him. People didn't have dreams like that in those days. We lived in the South. Most people were poor. My daddy owned a few acres of land and so did a few others. But most people were sharecroppers. That meant they lived in a shack and worked somebody else's land in exchange for a share of the crop. When I was five years old, I got sick. This particular morning, I didn't come into the kitchen while Mama was fixing breakfast. Mom and Daddy couldn't wake me up. My nightgown and my bedclothes were all wet while I had sweated. 
Oh no. Mama wrapped me up in a blanket while daddy went outside and hitched the horse to the wagon. We had to travel about 20 miles into town to the hospital. It was midday when we got there. We had to go into the colored waiting room. In those days, they kept blacks and whites separate. Hmm. They were separate public restrooms, separate water fountains, separate schools. It was called segregation. So in the hospital, we had to go to the colored waiting room. Even though I was unconscious, the doctors wouldn't look at me until they had finished with all the white patients. When the doctors had examined me, they told my daddy that I needed an operation that would cost $300. $300 was a lot of money in those days. My daddy didn't have that kind of money and the doctors wouldn't do the operation until they had the money. Ooh. Mama bundled me back up in the blanket and they took me home. Mama held me in her arms all night. She kept me alive until daddy found Uncle Jed. He found him early the next morning in the next county on his way to cut somebody's hair. Daddy told him about me. Uncle Jed leaned on his bent cane and stared straight ahead. He told daddy that the money didn't matter. He couldn't let anything happen to his Sarah Jean. Well, I had the operation. And for a long time after that, Uncle Jed came by the house every day to see how I was doing. I know that $300 delayed him from opening the barbershop. Uncle Jed came awfully close to opening his shop a few years after my operation. He had saved enough money to buy the land and build the building, but he still needed money for the equipment. Anyway, Uncle Jed had come by the house. We had just finished supper when there was a knock on the door. It was Mr. Ernest Walters, a friend of Uncle Jed's. He had come by to tell Uncle Jed about the bank failing. There was where Mr. Walters and Uncle Jed had their money. Uncle Jed had over $3,000 in the bank and it was gone. Uncle Jed just stood there for a long time before he said anything. Then he told Mr. Walters, even though he was disappointed, he would just have to start all over again. Talk about some hard times. It was the beginning of the Great Depression. Nobody had much money. But Uncle Jed kept going around to his customers, cutting their hair. Even though they couldn't pay him, his customers shared with him whatever they had. A hot meal, fresh eggs, vegetables from the garden. And when they were able to pay again, they did. And Uncle Jed started saving all over again. Old Uncle Jed finally got his barbershop. He opened it on his 79th birthday. It had everything, just like he said it would. Big, comfortable chairs, four cutting stations, you name it. The floors were so clean, they sparkled. On opening day, people came from all over the county. They were old Uncle Jed's customers. 
He had walked to see them for so many years. That day, they all came to him. I believe he cut hair all night and all the next day and all night and all the day after that. That man was so glad to have that shop. He didn't need any sleep. Of course, I was there too. I wouldn't have missed it for the world. When I sat in one of those big barber chairs, Uncle Jed patted the back of my neck with that lotion like he always did. Then he twirled me around in the barber chair. Woo! Uncle Jed died not long after that, and I think he died a happy man. You see, he made his dream come true, even when nobody else believed in him. He taught me to dream too. I love old Uncle Jed and his barbershop. Nice, nice book. What did you think? Did you enjoy reading it? Yes, some good stories. Very nice. So we are glad that Uncle Jed got to experience his barbershop. It took a long time. He had a difficult time doing it, but his dream did come true. So if you have a dream, keep working hard and your dreams will come true. I am Mr. James, the barber, and I will see you later. Bye-bye.